Hello everyone and welcome to the next episode of our podcast the dad and the kin podcast today we are going to discuss about 2021 held state elections uh, recently held and uh, most of the results are out now and the government said uh, forming audit to form uh, but we're by large clear of what the results have shown us i have with me hardik hardik house things great great so just to lay out the factors for the listener is that there have been mostly a very great percentage of we can call it a landslide that whichever party has won in whichever state or union territory and that is something new i have uh, seen uh, compared to the last let's say 2 uh, to 3 years with the exception of west bengal in some cases but in general i think it's safe to say that west bengal was also was also declared a landslide win for the trinamool congress so i'll just uh, start out with what are your thoughts that of all the elections except of west bengal which is uh, the kerala uh, kerala election le- uh, tamil nadu legislative election pondicherry and assam i'll just lay out the per- win percentages for you so i think in the assam legislative assembly election there was almost a 46 uh, percent win uh, win percentage for the bjp the nda then in kerala there was a 60 64 percentage for ldf in tamil nadu near about 67 to 68 percentage and in pondicherry nda won by around 50 percent of the seats what's your initial thought on all this yeah look i mean for all of these state elections my larger thought one is uh, for sure uh, as days to come that's like a huge amount of resource that gets uh, utilized both in terms of monetary aspect as well as human deployed etc so that's a huge expense overall in all of these elections and uh, second with the covid uh, wave on uh, the pandemic have pandemic has kind of stretched across all these various states and all the political rallies and the massive amount of human resource pulled out for these kind of activities have also caused a widespread uh, widespread pandemic extended to the to the grassroots i think these two have been the larger two grim side of the overall elections and while the first one which is the amount of money that or the human resources that gets wasted in all these elections have always been a concern and that's where i always uh, look at from a point that sometime down the line there will be a strong political alignment in all the political uh, uh, parties across india to have one single elections in in some shape and form and and have some kind of sanity and and saneness in the overall expenses hard earned taxpayers money that goes uh, waste with these kind of events and while being democratic uh, it's a great use of people power but i think uh, sense should prevail on ensuring that we utilize the resources pro- uh, properly given that the given the the state of uh, in the overall things that amount of money can can be used for larger good that is my larger uh, that has always been a larger take for all these elections but i think uh, this time by and large i don't see any surprise uh, results coming barring uh, west bengal which also wasn't a surprise uh, largely they were exit polls uh, and they were largely a sense prevailing that uh, trimul congress will come out really really well of these elections while 
uh, what we have seen is BJP also pulling out uh, their star campaigners like Prime Minister Modi and, and other erstwhile uh, leaders from the parties to full throttle go and campaign in these state elections. And uh, that way, I think it also, uh, the results also are a great, uh, a great extension of BJP's reach to a state like, uh, a state like West Bengal. Uh, where they have been extremely, extremely underpenetrated, and now they are uh, almost 76 uh, odd seats uh, uh, victoriously uh, coming right from uh, almost three seats in 2016. So I think that's like a, almost a, a great run they had in the last versus the last assembly elections. Of course, way short than uh, getting through a majority, and that way I think Mamata energy has proven uh, his his power, his stubbornness. Stupendous win for the third term and, and speaks really well of the amount of reach she has and the kind of faith she has with the set of people and of course the connect that she has uh, with the set of people. So by and large, I think, uh, uh, I think none of these results have been a surprise. By and large, that's, that's what have been expected. Uh, while there has been curiosity on BJP not being able to sweep through West Bengal, but I think in all fairness, they did a real good job in extending uh, where they were in 2016 assembly elections, 2021. Although the other way to look at, if you compare that from 2000, uh, the last uh, assembly elections, 2019, their vote share of definitely have reduced uh, somewhere around 40 odd percent to around 37 percent, whereas uh, TMC has increased their vote share from somewhere around 43% to 48%. So that way, uh, it's it's slight concerning, but I would say that uh, Mamata Banerjee has shown that uh, there is a clear, uh, there's a clear face to their, uh, uh, to their party and they are able to uh, defend themselves to the great likes of uh, national leaders like Prime Minister Modi, Amit Shah, etc. And, and that way they have kind of held their ground well. And I'm, I'm the, the very good thing about all of this is that BJP has found a, a very strong contender in somebody like Mamata Banerjee and, and her, uh, her, her strategic initiatives on uh, how she created the complete election campaign around various initiatives that uh, on welfare front, for example, what she has taken and, and ensured that it has reached to the ground masses and also been very, very smart on, on taking through uh, cash lines like Hela Hobe and likewise, where, uh, where, where while BJP was patronizing on their uh, saffronization uh, aspect, they, uh, TMC took a turn in terms of comparing internal versus external, uh, ensuring that a pupil get a bonding uh, from somebody like Amitabh uh, Banerjee, who's been so internal to them, versus comparing to somewhere external, uh, uh, visualizing external to BJP for sure. So I think they have they have done uh, some something really smart, and they also have in the last uh, in the last legs of elections and before that, the campaign also have turned well in terms of ensuring they do some strategic reach campaigns. Uh, uh, ensuring that their specific schemes have reached to the ground, and they also have covered up for some of the lacks they had in the in the last six months or or nine months of uh, their tenure before elections. 
so they played really well i would say they have been able to catch up on lot, lot of the uh, lost things covered their ground really well they were smart enough to uh, act upon uh, the 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 start hustled campaigns of bjp i would say and and they have done it really really well and the and the results show it so i'm i'm extremely happy with with what they have done and and i'm also this also provides a hope in terms of having a very strong uh, a position somewhere down the line in uh, in the in the central elections uh, in 2024 so it's a good sign in one way ensuring that uh, a, a strong opposition is always a great pillar to democracy and it's it's ensure that uh, there there would be some kind of a maker checker system in place which unfortunately we do not have right now but i'm hopeful that this may be some bright light which can give away in 2024 elections and and ensuring that uh, people came out victorious in all of these elections not parties yeah so that's that's what my uh, larger summary uh, of these elections are hardik so i think we'll get to the results in west bengal in a bit i just wanted to draw your attention into what happened in the south namely in uh, tamil nadu and kerala i for one was hoping for a greater degree of opposition from either uh, from either the bjp in in a singular format or uh, nda party through coalitions etc but i did not see that happening i i again saw very uh, landslide a very landslide of vote going towards the regional parties of the south which might be due to the penetration that they already have through centuries in uh, in the south of uh, tamil nadu and kerala but is, is that does that not surprise you i'd i draw parallels between what happened uh, what is happening currently uh, with bjp in west bengal to what is happening with bjp in tamil nadu and kerala just uh, just multiplied uh, let's say twice or thrice does that not uh, scare you the monopoly mo- monopoly that is going on yeah i, I one it doesn't scare i mean uh, democracy for the larger good is is good in one way or the other and all of these are happening in a democratic fashion the elections are a sign of uh, democracy altogether and and india as as one of the largest democracy in in the world has has been proving itself ensuring the elections happen in all fairness and and everybody gets an equal chance that way to kind of get through the uh, pupil elected uh, folks in 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 the ruling government so one i'm i'm of course not very uh, surprised with the result uh, if you meant that bjp would have had a strong foothold in these election results i would have denied that uh, one, two, one for two reasons right i think one is definitely very very clearly the focus they have right now in south uh, if you look at the amount of investment in the amount of time investment let's say some of these national leaders would have done uh, in the overall campaign in in kerala and uh, say tamil nadu specifically so i, I think from a focus standpoint uh, this clearly looks like uh, in all fairness uh, i think bjp uh, leadership would have to make choices in terms of where they could focus at one point in time and the given the elections are happening on, on all these five states at once they will not be able to focus on all these parallel geographies all these parallel states at once so they would have to take their choices they have to find their right battles and that is what they have done so they have chosen uh, west bengal for example or assam as example as their proven uh, as the proven battles to be and that is where they have 
I would say they have been reasonably well in 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 these two areas, and uh, I didn't. I think they would not have a lot of choice on 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 Kerala and as well as uh, Tamil Nadu. Both Kerala and Tamil Nadu have a very ex- very different uh, landscape in terms of the political setup there. While we can discuss that maybe in, in another podcast in in detail, but I think uh, largely peripherally uh, BJP is able, was able to kind of was not able to color code their campaign properly in these two states. And that has been one clear uh, void that I see. And of course, it's a function of the amount of time investment and and how and what they uh, choose as their battles at, at wanted time. That's definitely one. Second is, I think, the larger landscape that these two uh, states have in terms of the current political alignments or the current political parties they have. They have a strong alignment in the current uh, legacy of the parties that are operating, AIDMK uh, and DMK, uh, etc. in Tamil Nadu and the uh, the uh, the UDF or the LDF, uh, etc. in Kerala. So I think uh, extremely legacy, uh, not legacy, but I would say the extremely deeply penetrated uh, parties in these uh, two states and they have their own set of uh, followership, their own set of uh, focus uh, and coverage uh, in terms of various uh, assemblies uh, and and various seats in those assemblies uh, largely so uh, they they are not going to be a very uh, for somebody like a bjp it won't be like a uh, a clear landslide run through uh, in one go i think somewhere they have to decide upon what uh, in a function of where they want to invest their time and energies and what is the best uh, output they get in terms of the overall coverage. And I am largely seeing that more from a central perspective. I think right now, uh, from a focus and uh, and an ROI in in literal world, if you say, I think BJP has clearly uh, ensured that they focus on, uh, on, on Northern India, they focus on West Bengal, they focus on uh, northeastern states, etc., where uh, they would be able to capitalize a lot of their uh, lot of their coverage, uh, which gives them a, a boost in the central uh, in the central elections, and that is what their strategy has been. Uh, so I think I think that is what I would summarize. That I am not very surprised, uh, honestly, with the overall result. I think uh, it's largely by and large logical in terms of uh, what kind of current political setup they have and what kind of investment in terms of political time and and various kind of election campaigns that BJP or the rural uh, central ruling uh, NDA uh, has been uh, doing on on these two states? Yeah, I rest with those uh, as as my summary. Hardik. Understood. So let I'll come back to Bengal now, which is uh, arguably the landmark state that has been uh, through this election campaign for both BJP and TMC, which of course is. Uh, a regional party for the West Bengal. I I personally think that BJP, even though it focused largely on uh, taking taking up West Bengal, even though it had uh, Assam and Pondicherry already in its hand, I think that that being said, it was not able to accomplish its role as far as I would uh, go to say that it was supposed to. If if I I understand that if you are going for three states, you may not make it through one. But to consider the fact that two states were already in their hold and the other state was previously contested and there were wide opinion polls also saying that uh, the BJP might 
might take a small uh, win margin and take it from TMC this time. I I think that the response from BJP was underwhelming, and I think that was uh, due to polarization. Can you can you give me another reason uh, or two about why the BJP was not up to mark if it was not uh, up to mark also according to you and if it was up to mark according to you why was it yeah i think uh, i think let's look at from two different angles right as you do a uh, standard analysis a swot analysis right strength weakness opportunity threat and let's try to compare both of tmc uh, trinamool congress and bharatiya janata party specifically on swot let's do a swot analysis of both these in in consideration of the assembly election 21 So, if you look at, let's start with TMC first, and let's look at what kind of strength they have. The strength they have, for example, was for sure Mamata Banerjee's popularity and 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 the kind of stature she had, uh, a, a general mass connect, uh, a fighting spirit uh, that she has been able to prove herself, and extremely popular uh, across uh, across the state. Similarly, we would also have to see the minority support that uh, TMC enjoys, the strong backing of Muslims. and and of course uh, and beyond that if you also look at the welfare schemes or the governance experience if you call that uh, in bengal i think that also uh, dmc was very smart to pull that off and ensure that she is able to let the welfare scheme reach or at least get conveyed or get uh, communicated across to the grassroots uh, in in the last two three quarters with various campaigns there am uh, so that was very smart uh, tactically Uh, and also if you look at the anti caa stance that they had uh, where caa became one of the one of the biggest concern uh, that uh, west bengal uh, had in terms of the amount of uh, the the kind of people they had where which which can get confined with the caa stuff uh, by and large although there were lot of denial on bjp leadership on when caa could get instantiated in terms of uh, the when when does that comes into power or when that's become a reality that was still a a a ballpark a ballpark date which is ahead of time and and nobody knows about it but they still has created a lot of anxiety in a state like west bengal which is largely dominated with muslims and and nearby country like west bengal so i think that that definitely was one of the factor the other factor which i think was very very important was what trimur was able to play well and in their favor was the internal versus external factor the bengali factor which which largely was ensuring that right from the bhadrajans to to the uh, to the general uh, backing of muslim they are able to connect to the fact that they they have an internal representation there is a leadership which is extremely internal and connected with them with to the likes of mamta banerjee versus Uh, somebody external they were able to communicate bjp as an external uh, factor or external sort of people who will come and govern them and will not be somebody who will be a part of their day to day livelihood or day to day uh, set of people they interact with so and that also goes uh, against uh, as a as a weakness uh, with bjp that they were not able to create a local face to their campaign uh, and all what was uh, completely dependent on was on uh, their star campaigner prime minister modi who were uh, who of course had had a great ride in, in the amount of campaign investments he did in terms of his own time and and ensuring they had large mass volume turning up but uh, yeah again uh, it was extremely smart on trinamool to play that internal versus external factor and 
kind of uh, go against that. So I think those were the larger strength uh, that Trimul uh, had and, and they were able to capitalize largely by and large on that. While if you just compare that from a strength per se to BJP, uh, and of course, the very first and foremost uh, BJP strength was uh, Prime Minister Modi's popularity and, and the kind of aura he has and the kind of uh, astute presence as well as the credibility he has uh, with his face and, and the overall leadership he has. And of course, with, with the backing of RSS at the back end and organizational support with RSS, etc. Plus, the the kind of uh, polarized Hindu voter or, or saffronized aspect to their campaigns. That those were also uh, some of the key strengths that uh, that BJP had. Now, uh, ask and now if you compare that to the weakness of uh, BJP, uh, largely that weakness was because of some of the ground, which which I can very well understand is some of the ground present, uh, the ground organization support or presence vis-a-vis -vis, uh, TMC and an extremely weak local leadership. Uh, I would say that uh, they were not able to find. A strong leaders locally and who would be able to connect internally and would be able to compete against the likes of TM, uh, TMC who would have got kind of uh, had a very strong chief minister phase, had a very strong local presence uh, and strongly executed even been uh, versus the anti-incumbency of course but they were still able to have that strong local connect versus uh, what BJP had. Now that, those were largely the, uh, the weaknesses and of course uh, from an opportunity per se, uh, the saffronization, the subaltern, Hindut, etc. These were various uh, various opportunities that BJP had. Or of course, uh, in, in North Bengal, for example, they had a good, uh, good presence as well as good support uh, in various, uh, various different tribes and castes uh, specifically. And, and, and they, that those were, came really well in terms of opportunity and, and they were able to also capitalize by and large. On that, so uh, I would say that uh, so these were largely the the strength and weaknesses, and of course, from an opportunity per se. For example, uh, TMC has an opportunity in all the uh, exit polls gave them uh, the the an edge. While everybody suggested they will come out victorious, uh, the clean sweep wasn't uh, that very clearly visible, barring few exceptions uh, like Prashant Kishore, etc., who were strongly backing and ensuring that. Uh, they will be, uh, they will be doing a landslide victory. So that's that's largely uh, what I think has turned out well. And uh, so yeah, so by and large, these this is how I would summarize the overall comparison. Uh, in summary, again, uh, I would look through two different aspects. Uh, one is that we should be looking these results rationally from the eyes of number of seats and. Uh, the kind of vote percentage share uh, these two parties had in this election as well as the last assembly election. Of course, we can take a pivot uh, to the 2019 uh, uh, central election also. So uh, from uh, three assembly seats to 76, that's the way from 2016 to uh, 21 for BJP. Similarly, for uh, TMC, it was 211 to around 214. So not a not a uh, not a lot of not a lot of increment uh, from TMC in 2016 to 21, but BJP came a real real uh, way ahead. Uh, of course, the asking or expectation wherever uh, you know, Prime Minister Modi goes as a star campaigner and he campaigns 
with such audacity and 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 passion that pupil expectation is that they will turn up uh, and this will be a landslide victory wherever uh, and whichever he 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 campaigns or le- leads his campaign and i think that most of the time he has turned uh, the various elections like that unfortunately this was wasn't the case with west bengal but i think uh, the coverage the the incremental seats uh, they, there's a landslide seats actually they have won if you look at the results uh, in in just one year they have came out of nowhere and and they are right the uh, clear opposition now so i think they both will be excited uh, of course in terms of uh, tmc will be clearly excited seeing that they are able to hold bjp uh, back uh, as an opposition and able to kind of do a landslide victory similarly bjp of course would be looking at turning the ground in terms of creating the right backing at the ground in terms of ensuring there's a great local presence organization support uh, created in the in the background in this state while also uh now with 76 seat they have a, a reasonable presence i would say and uh, what happens in 2024 elections would be very interesting to watch how bjp plays well given they have still 3 years to capitalize on on whatever they have lacked in the current uh, elections and to set up their grassroots well similarly i think tmc would be extremely excited with mamta banerjee as their leader uh, i think in in the 2024 elections the way i look at it is that uh, mamta banerjee would become a, a clearly a very strong face as one of the clear leaders in opposition uh, for that elections and that way she has proven her merit well and uh, the opposition can look at her face to capitalize and and make make most out of it uh, in the 2024 elections yeah adi understood so uh, while while we are moving towards the fact that tmc would be excited and would be happy capitalizing on uh, the opportunity that they have they have acquired west bengal for another time uh, and keeping bjp at bay what do you what do you make out of the fact that mamta banerjee lost at nandigram to suvendu adhikari uh, this time for the first time and uh, are we seeing are we seeing the start of the end for mamta banerjee as the face of the tmc and do you think that there will be a new a new younger or a new uh, more landmark person that'll be coming to the face of tmc in the let's uh, next te- uh, 5 to 10 years or are is it just a, a one time deal that uh, mamta banerjee lost in nandigram yeah look uh, yeah you're right i think look i will not read too much into the nandigram outcome uh, i think of course with all due credit to uh, suvendu adhikari who was able to defeat uh, somebody like a mamta banerjee is is not a is is a is a kind of a milestone itself is a career milestone i would say that way and unless he, he does really really well in uh, future elections but i think i would not read too much into it i think it's just one thing that has happened and similar surprises keep happening and have keep kept happening in the past as well and second i don't think uh, uh, i don't think there is a bigger or a better face in overall opposition forget tmc uh, Uh, alone uh, as 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 mamta banerjee so i think mamta banerjee would still be the face of trimal congress and trimal congress uh, would be completely backing on i don't think i i don't see a very strong second line in command after her uh, while while the party may like to create one given the national aspirations uh, 
that Mamta Banerjee may have for the 2024 elections. But I think uh, I have not reached one. I have not reached too much into the outcome of Nandigram. I think it's just one one elections and should not be uh, should not be a hint side of any strategic outcome that or or a long term impact that this will have. This will just be one passing by uh, election uh, result of a seat. And second, uh, TMC would is rejoicing. Uh, over what they have achieved with Mamta leadership, Mamta Banerjee's leadership, and they would be backing on and multiplying that uh, in in days to come, and which would essentially mean that the role of uh, role as well as the dependency on Mamta Banerjee is only going to increase uh, while they create the second lines of uh, second lines in in in, in sequence and hierarchy, uh, given the national interest uh, or the national. Uh, national uh, aspirations that Mamta Banerjee and TMC would have uh, looking at 2024 elections. Okay, got it. So, uh, I think you mentioned the fact that TMC might be the next face of the opposition uh, in the upcoming uh, general elections and even uh, perhaps uh, expanding to other states. So, I, I just make out of it and I say we are seeing uh, the fall from gra- grace of the National Congress if we are going through election results. Do you think that uh, we we can see a resurgence of the Congress in uh, till the next general election? Is there any chance that perhaps it comes back and, uh, and poses as the main face of the opposition again in 2024? Or do you think that it is a good 10 to 20 years before uh, they can regroup and come back again as the main political party, more a main opposition political party in India, if not uh, the governing party in, let's say, 2029 or uh, further. Yeah, I think, look, it will be a, 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 a kind of an, a very ambitious uh, statement to make. But I, what I would say would be just looking at the current, uh, current uh, landscape with respect to Congress. One, uh, there is clearly nothing coming up uh, well for them uh, while... The result don't, don't speak well for them. That's one thing. Second is I also don't see any specific uh, strategical as well as executionary changes in their leadership uh, in the oppo- as opposition, whatever they are kind of driving, driving executing uh, and creating a face for themselves as an opposition. I don't think anything happening really on the ground. I don't see that kind of lure, that, ex- that executionary mechanism in place, which is kind of backing uh their being as an opposition so i don't think anything which is really happening both from a leadership per se as well as from an operational execution per se uh, as an opposition so that's that's extremely uh, disappointing if you ask me if uh, lack of better words and uh, forget the uh, forget whatever they do in 2024 or not but if they are going to carry on this uh, the only way is that people will start forgetting them and people would forget it for good uh, right because uh, look at the even the current crisis in which uh, the country is going. I don't see any any uh, specific. I don't see them coming across media, or I don't see them coming across uh, center uh, in an extremely bullish manner, which which could then potentially encounter the kind of voice we can see even today for the central government. But uh, they are not able to use that. They are not able to uh, execute or ride on that kind of uh, sentimental. Uh, as well as uh, as well as actually life threatening issues in which we are in which which by and large government is getting the central government is kind of getting associated or uh, root cost with uh, uh, 
so yeah i i i strongly feel that they definitely need to revive but i have been feeling this for quite some time now nothing has really materialized or nothing has really happened which has shown that there's some changes some revival happening so i'll not be surprised if they are wiped out if they remain like this uh, in the 2024 elections and uh, down the line while opposition together has to come across different states or tmc from aam aadmi party to all other uh, non bjp or non uh, or opposing bjp parties to come together and fight for uh, congress uh congress hold of that opposition will is going weaker as as every day given that uh the leadership and the executive power is is getting weaker and is not able to maintain their stature in due course of time and even in the uh, for an opposition this would have been a golden time to capitalize to come come out and and uh attack center at uh, at at hand in terms of uh ensuring they are able to uh they are able to expose the current uh, issues and they are able to uh, come back and work with the general masses and and get some coverage but uh, nothing is happening forget the uh, forget the sentimental exploitation they are not even able to connect to the general masses and able to communicate or or reach out to those uh, kind of masses so i haven't i am extremely disappointed in the position and and one of the reason why i also think uh, given that there is no maker checker kind of a system in place uh if there are uh, issues or if there are negligence negligence done in the healthcare infrastructure setup etc by central government there is no one in a position to kind of expose that early or kind of bring that to the center stage for a discussion uh in in general masses or across national media etc so uh, extremely disappointed in the opposition uh, right now and i don't think anything of that seems to be reviving i don't see any sign and if if this doesn't revive i would uh we would have kind of lost a strong opposition uh, as named congress right now yeah that's that's what i hold for now hardik got it so as we near the end uh, i'll just take your ending remarks in brief so yeah look uh, i think elections have ended uh, the five state elections i am still be disappointed as i said with the amount of money and resources that we spend on these state elections i am also extremely disappointed with the long faced elections uh, at least eight faced election in west bengal which kind of in this pandemic stretch has only create havoc for for the general masses and i think uh, i i think it is sin in today's time uh, and i think the right authorities and political alignments etc should happen to ensure we don't get into this kind of mess again and uh, similarly uh, i also urge and expect the political alignment to happen on one one election uh for all the various kind of elections that we do and extremely extremely important to conserve the money that we have at our uh, at our disposal and ensure that it goes to the right causes and not just goes waste in in creating election which i think in today's world is an extreme waste uh, while the electoral procedural setup in the democracy is important and should be there but there has to be a there has to be a lot more efficient and faster way to execute that i think we are still running a 100 age 100 years old kind of a setup which is which is unacceptable in my terms in today's opinion so i'm 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 hoping and i pray that we are able to solve for it in near future and there are some sane minds and i've heard pm modi also kind of urging that kind of one one election thing uh, for quite some time i'm hopeful once we are out of this crisis something like that happens and we are able to get uh, this the sheer wastage of resources uh, money etc uh with one one election happening and 
and we are able to optimize that on the general welfare of of the nation yeah so that is what i would end with uh, hardik okay great to hear from you dad great to take your opinions and ask for the views again stay safe socially distance yourself keep us keep listening to us thanks